So in the last summer refire, I walked you through how you can create a schedule that works for you, for your life, and for your business. But I know that for many people who kind of tend to put things off, who are kind of rebels, who maybe procrastinate a little, or at least identify as someone who procrastinates, creating a schedule can feel tricky. It can feel boring. It can feel... I don't know, maybe creating it might actually feel fun, but following through on it might be hard. But generally, it is very hard to reach goals or to get the things that we want in life and business if we don't engage in some kind of planning. So in this summer refire, I'm going to talk about eight ways that planning and routines and schedules and structure actually makes life easier, more flexible, maybe even creates more fun for you. After the meat of this episode, I'm going to pop back in and give a bit more insight into why many of us can feel like schedules and structure just don't work for us. I thought that this topic falls well under the CISO part of my productivity ecosystem, meaning that motivation is a key ingredient in being productive, especially when we don't feel like sticking to plans. So it's important. It's important that we start understanding why we actually want to have a schedule. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about when I mentioned the productivity ecosystem, you can go back a few episodes to episode 31 to get the basics. But I'm also going to link to a blog post about it in the show notes if you want to get sort of a quicker overview. Anyway, having structure and routines in place is super helpful in training your brain to learn when to be productive, and when it's okay to just relax and breathe. If we don't have clarity on how we want to divide up our time, there's that risk that we kind of just try to work or we think about work stuff all the time, but then maybe don't always spend that time productively. So we kind of start stretching that time out and we feel like we just have to keep putting off, you know, winding down for the day. So let's dive into the summer refire. My name is Yenna and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you want to reclaim your time, feel in control of your tasks, and make real progress without overworking. Here on the podcast, I share thoughts and actionable tips on how to be intentionally productive and build more balance between business and life even if it's just you in your business. So make sure to subscribe if that sounds interesting to you. Hey, this is Jenna from the future. So I recorded and put this episode together yesterday. And then I realized this morning that there's something I really should have said to sort of preface this whole thing. So if having no regular schedule or routines does work for you, that's great. This episode is meant more as like a pep talk to people who feel like they do function better when there's a structure in place, but who are just dealing with that inner struggle between wanting structure and worrying about it getting boring and rigid. So if you are thriving without structure, I'm not saying that you have to go create a schedule or routines for yourself. I truly believe that whatever works for you is what works for you. 
and you don't need anyone. You don't know, need me to tell you to change something that's already working. I actually also go through periods of time when I need things to just be open to anything. And I would love to think that I'm the type of person who can just flourish without any constraints, but it is just not how I function best most of the time. All right, so I'm going to let you get back into the original recording. I feel like I need to tell you that when I was editing my first batch of episodes, I realized that my voice was pretty hoarse from allergies, even though I had taken allergy meds. So I hope that you bear with me while we're still going through some some allergy season over here in Northern California. But let's get straight to today's topic. So over the past few years, I've talked to some creative business owners who really feel resistance towards routines and plans. So these have been friends of mine who are also photographers, but also other other creative business owners. And the common worry seems to be that that having routines, having a schedule, making plans, it takes away our ability to be spontaneous or it means that we're not flexible, that we don't have flexibility and freedom in our days and that it'll just be too boring for free spirits. But what I have actually noticed is that a lot of people, <laughs> we we don't thrive when there are zero limits in how we're spending our time. Humans just aren't really built for that. When I started my business, my photography business, I kind of just assumed that me having my own business would mean that I have a flexible schedule and lots of freedom. But in reality, that kind of didn't turn out to be the case. Sure, on paper, I was free to do what I wanted when I wanted to do it. But in reality, I was feeling really anxious. I felt busy. I felt overwhelmed all the time, kind of frazzled and I just kind of felt unsure of what to do and when, instead of feeling excited about having that option to choose what I do and when and whenever I feel like it. And this also led me to feel guilty when I took time away from my business, but I also felt guilty when I was working all the time, if I was working late at night. So that did not feel like, (laughs) that did not feel very freeing to me. I know I was also engaging just in a bunch of busy work because I didn't really have a structure in place for doing the important things. So then when I was busy with busy work, um, most of the time, I then felt really pressed for time when I actually had to do the things that were important. Yeah, I just kept thinking about work all the time too, even if I was technically taking time off. Maybe I was at the beach for the day or hiking or or was out to dinner with friends, but it was still this constant pondering of what am I going to do about work? What do I still need to do? I just felt like I was always behind and and that just did not fit what I thought it would feel like as a business owner having having that freedom and flexibility that I had dreamed about. It's funny because sometimes I found myself kind of longing back to the time when I worked as a psychologist. I knew exactly when I needed to be and where. I knew when my clients were coming in and out and what I would do with the rest of my work time. And then the rest of my time, so time outside of work, 
I was free to do what I wanted. I knew that my weekends were always free. I knew that all my evenings were always free. But I also know that I do not have any desire to go back to a regular job right now. And I didn't want to back then when this stuff was really top of mind. If I really needed to go back to a regular job, I could do it. But for now, I am lucky enough to not have to. But thinking in that way, missing my regular work schedule or missing sort of the freedom that I felt I got from having a regular job made me realize that I could actually apply some like parameters like that to my business owner life without adding in the elements that I didn't like about the work as a psychologist or or about just working for somebody else. So I figured that I could have a rhythm in my day, a sort of schedule, It just didn't need to be the 8 to 4 as I was used to working. It's funny how the brain makes that connections between routines or schedule to the traditional like 9 to 5 or my 8 to 4. And it almost makes it feel like if I do that 9 to 5, that it also means all those other elements of the job I didn't want will come in. But that's not even true. Even if I have a schedule, it doesn't mean that the content of my workday has gotten any less exciting to me. It doesn't mean that I'm back in a job where I don't find that much enjoyment or purpose. There's just freedom that comes in other ways, like I can work from anywhere, I don't need to go to an office, or I can work with the people I want to work with. This was not something I had control over as a psychologist working in the public sector. So what I'm saying is that we shouldn't really equate freedom and flexibility with throwing schedules out the window because the schedules and the routines are going to be the thing that helps us. So I want to dive in a little bit more into how having routines and planning your time actually helps you enjoy more freedom and flexibility. The first thing is that humans actually thrive when we have structure in our day. If there's anything that 2020 has taught us, it is that humans like predictability and structure. And we feel quite stressed and overwhelmed when things are unpredictable, when things are uncertain. 2020 just showed us this in a very big way. But if you tend to feel overwhelmed or kind of just numb or, or frazzled throughout your days, even though you'd be free to do what you want, It is a sign that your nervous system is craving some structure and clarity. Humans are creatures of habits, so the best thing that we can do is to just make sure that our habits and routines align with how we want to live our lives. So it's not about deciding and and locking in what you'll do every minute of your day for the rest of your life to just always be predictable. It is not about perfection either. It's just about having a sort of rhythm in your day, which takes into account your energy and your needs so that you just feel comfortable going through your days so that you can actually get things done and still enjoy yourself. And the second thing is that routines help you make less decisions so you don't have to start every morning from scratch. It is so helpful to our nervous system to just sink into a routine and get things done at a time when it's used to doing it, instead of you having to make decisions all the time. 
there's this notion that people are stuck in a rut if they just do the same things day after day. But I would argue that this is not at all the case. Doing the things day after day is is what brings progress. And that's what actually builds up what we want to build up in our lives. Repetition and predictability, that's what makes it easier on our nervous system to get things done. It also brings a sense of comfort and safety. So the important thing really is to just take time every once in a while to make sure that the routines and activities are aligned with how you want to live your life, aligned with what you want to accomplish. (laughs) Which really brings me to my next point, point number three. If you have any goals that you're working towards, making the steps towards that goal part of your routine kind of just sets your goals on autopilot, which is pretty cool. Let's say you want to be healthier. It makes sense to have a routine time in your day for some kind of movement. Or if you want to create a body of work of some kind, maybe you're an artist, it's important to have time baked into your day or your week that is creating for that work. And the more you do it at the same time, the more your body gets used to the fact that, all right, now is when we do the thing. And point number four, in that very same way, you can also just incorporate whatever matters into your life. So if you're looking to have a stronger relationship with your friends, it might make sense to have a time of the day or the week when you check in with them or when you meet them or or when you contact them in some way. So basically, routines can help you incorporate your values into your life on autopilot too. And point number five, routines and schedules actually allow you to be more spontaneous. So this might feel very counterintuitive, but I guess this whole podcast episode maybe is. But when you've accounted for the important stuff in your routines and in your structures, you can do whatever the heck you feel like outside of that because your brain isn't worried about when you're going to get the important stuff done. And then if you didn't get anything else done, you don't feel as bad about it because you got the important things done. And even if you didn't get the important thing done, having that structure in place means that you'll probably be able to do that again in the very near future. And point number six is that it is also quite nice to just know when you are done for the day. When you don't have routines or usual practices or schedules in your day, there is a high risk of just working until you go to sleep or and then probably even still thinking about those things as you're trying to fall asleep. Or another thing that might happen is that you just always feel like you should work if you have nothing better to do or if there's nothing particular planned. But if you have decided that I'm going to stop working at three or six or nine, whatever it is that you've decided, at least then you can feel like you can let go. And similarly, it is really hard to make time for self-care if that's not planned into your day or week, because we kind of tend to prioritize the stuff that we think the outside world will value more over the things that would actually be important for our own well-being. And point number seven is that if something unexpected pops up in your day or in your week, it is so much easier to adjust already existing routines and plans 
instead of trying to remember all the things you gotta do, plus fit them somewhere, because then your brain just has to think of everything. So that is really a huge benefit in in what I've seen from having routines. It can feel like if something unexpected comes up, that it would be counterintuitive, that you have an easier time adjusting if you already have a plan. But but somehow, somehow, that's just how it is. At least that's what I have found for myself. And then point number eight is that all of the points that I've made so far, they all really come down to one thing. Having routines and schedules in place frees up your brain to have time and capacity to think and to be creative because your brain doesn't have to keep trying to solve this when should we do all the things problem. You already know when. Now, if you still worry about a scheduled life becoming boring, I have got you. One way to make sure that sticking to a schedule doesn't get boring is that when you plan your routines and your schedules, you plan in time that is unplanned. That really helps with that feeling of having flexibility and freedom in your days. For example, you could say that between breakfast and lunch, you do your most important tasks, and that after lunch, you're free to work on whatever feels good or exciting. Not to say that the important morning work can't be the stuff that's also exciting. But then you could have a stop time at, let's say, 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 2 p.m., whatever suits your life. And then you're just free for the rest of the day. Or, or maybe there are some routines in your evening that you also take care of. But like, you could get a couple hours in there that are just for anything you feel like. Or maybe if you do your best work between 7 and 11 p.m., Maybe you set aside that time for work and then you can take a bunch of time off during the day. You could also just decide on a day in the week when you just have zero plans up front and you let yourself do whatever you feel like that day. Well, that was a good chunk of reasons why having routines and structure in your day actually brings you freedom And I hope that this helps you feel more motivated to try and create a schedule for yourself that you'll enjoy. All right, we've come to the spot where I promised you in the intro. Let's talk about why many of us can feel like schedules and structure just don't work for us. So I'm not going to tell you that it's some kind of mindset stuff, limiting beliefs or anything like that. It's actually so much simpler. Our brains are built to not do things in a new way because whatever it is we're used to doing is how we've survived so far. Now, the brain doesn't think about has what we've been doing this far made my business thrive. Its only job is to keep us alive. So it makes decisions around whatever is present for us right now, what is going to be the best kind of instant gratification thing right now, which means that it's not concerned about your long-term goals and it doesn't want you to start new habits or routines that might just be inconsequential to our survival. That's why it feels like schedules and routines are hard because your brain is not wired to just be on board. 
I talked a good chunk about just how long it takes for new habits to become solidified in the brain in a very early episode on the podcast. So you could scroll back all the way to May 2021 to find episode five with three reasons why sticking to plans is hard. So this is episode five of the first season of the podcast when the podcast was still called Make Your Day. The point is, we need to keep practicing and keep repeating new things, new routines, new behaviors in order for them to be recorded in our brains and for the brain to see that, hey, okay, we can do this. It didn't kill us. Maybe even we got some benefits. So it's perfectly natural that schedules don't work for you, quote unquote, right away. Though I do want to say that, of course, there can be instances when a schedule truly doesn't work for you, but it probably doesn't mean that schedules in general don't work for you or that you're not the type of person who can stick to a schedule. It's much more likely that the actual schedule just wasn't right for you and just needs some tweaking. And honestly, I don't think it's possible to create a schedule right now that would work exactly as is in five years from now, a year from now, maybe even two months from now. Schedules kind of need to be seen as living, breathing entities just like you because they're supposed to be a compliment to you. Hey, did you know that if you share my podcast with a friend or on your social media within the month of June 2022, you can win a one-hour pick-my-brain session with me. You can ask me anything when it comes to productivity, schedules, work-life balance, anything within the realm of things that I usually talk about. So if you share with a friend, grab a screenshot of you sharing and send it to me in an email or on my Instagram DMs. Or if you share about this podcast on Instagram, maybe you can take a screenshot of your favorite episode and say why you liked it. And don't forget to tag me so that I see it. And if you'd like an extra giveaway possibility, you can also write a review for Building Balance on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate a review because hearing what has been helpful to you about the podcast not only helps me create better content, but it also helps others decide whether they'd benefit from listening to the podcast when they can hear what you've found useful or how it has changed your business or your life. So if you write a review, take a screenshot of it and send it my way because I can't see the content of reviews that have been written outside of the US. I can only see the ratings. So please send a screenshot of it my way, maybe through email at jenna at jennahelberg.com or just on Instagram in a DM at the Jenna Helberg. Seeing a couple reviews come in would mean so much to me. I'll pick a winner out of everyone who shares or writes a review on July 1st, and then I'll get in touch with the winner. Hopefully that's you. I'll get in touch by July 5th. So that's it for this episode of The Refires. I look forward to hearing what you thought and talk to you again next week. Bye. Hey, if this episode resonated with you and you'd like to support my podcast, 
The best way you can do that is to write a review for the podcast or share it with your business owner friends. It would help my tiny little podcast reach more cool people like you. Please feel free to reach out to me with any questions or comments. And if you're sharing about the podcast on Instagram, tag me at the Jenna Hellberg so that I can thank you.